The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they clear the dirty air. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. See, that's the key. The media, they create the dirty air that needs to be cleared. Get it? Life lessons for our faith, we can actually use it. Probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because Barnum said there's one born every minute. Uh-oh. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Living this life, oh, welcome! To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We're giving you the keys. These are the keys to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Now, if you've got that as a key, you can pretty much figure out where the rest of it's going to go. We have no idea what's going to happen. And you know what? It's Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy, that process. How far do we go to defend ourselves before we let something go? Ooh, tough one, right? If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. If you've got something you want to share, maybe a praise report, something is going on in your life and the Lord is working on you and you're growing in it or something has happened and you've had answered prayer. I'm not going to be a meanie about it, but I have a suspicion that there's a lot more answered prayer going on than maybe perhaps we all think. And if we share that with one another, that could be a great blessing for one another. Perhaps you've got something that you need prayer for and you're like, I just need people to join me in this struggle, like Paul said in Romans 15, 30, join me in my struggle by praying for me. We just need other people to join in. We're here for you. We want to be a fellowship. That's what we are. We we look at Hebrews 3, 25 and Hebrews 10, 25, and we recognize the encouragement of one another until he returns is our goal. And so we're asking you to participate. And one of the ways you can do that is you can call us. Calling us will not do anything bizarre. It won't put you on some kind of robocall system. It shouldn't give you an electric shock unless uh, unless you're just shocking yourself. It should be pretty simple. You just call 972-445-0770. 
It's an easy number, 972-445-0770. It's a simple number. It makes life simple, 972-445-0770. Now, when you make that call, here's the big thing. You will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Let me tell you what that's like. When you talk to Dynamite D, that's like finishing the New Testament for the first time. (laughs) That is major. What a major. Now, I'm not going to sit there and say you need to do it multiple times. You need to do that multiple times. But that's besides the point. Here's the other part. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Ooh, I cracked in that one number. <laughs> that one number went, I'll do it again. 214-210-8483. Okay, that's better. Got it there. Okay, uh, also you can send us an email. That's always fun too. I do check the emails. It is in a very inexpensive Chromebook. How expensive? If I put this on sale, I'm not even kidding you. If I put this on sale at a garage sale, people would say, is that a doorstopper? <laughs> that's how bad it is. The bottom line, no, it still gets email, and that's all that counts. You can reach out to us, David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. My name, the at sign, and that he must increase.org and the last half of that. Plus, you we'd also like you to go up to the website. There's a bazillion reasons why to go to the rip the website. The first thing I'm gonna tell you is for those that do want to share praise reports, but you don't want to do it through or on the live air, you can do it right there on the website. And we'll share it for you. That's like doing half the work right there. So you just go to the website and check it out. Plus, on the website is a couple of very important things. One, you can give directly through the website to the ministry. It's 100% tax deductible. You're not going to get a car. You're not going to get. Uh, you're not going to get a mansion. You're not going to win the lottery. I'm not sending you a book going. It has a special anointing. There's only one anointing you need. It's the Lord's. No, no special anointing for me. And you're not going to get something uh, a penny in acrylic that you can put on your desk and say, "Look, I'll never be penniless." Because you have a piece of a penny in an acrylic piece. That's ridiculous. If you give to the ministry, you will help us further the ministry. It will help us continue doing the radio show. We need that help. There's just nothing else to be said about it. Please check out he must increase.org. Prayer request? He must increase.org. Praise report? He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry? He must increase.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. Somebody running their bicycle into a bale of hay. I think so. Okay. We'll go with that one. Uh, we're going to open up with a little bit of prayer. I want to pray for my brother, if you guys don't mind. So I pray for a lot of you guys a lot of times, and that's important. Uh, my brother tested me last night. He's got a situation where he might have to have surgery on his back. Nobody's looking forward to that. That's terrible. And so I'm going to talk to him today after the show, but I'd like to lift him uh, up in prayer as well as other people in our audience for physical touch. So let's pray. Let's join our faith. An ounce from me, an ounce from you, an ounce from Dynamite D, an ounce from everybody. It gives us multiple ounces. And that's, that's what you want, faith, like that kind of faith, right? Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for everything. 
In everything we give thanks, for this is your will for us. That's what your word teaches us. And we thank you for everything. We are asking for you to bring grace into situations. We have a great position with you, a, a position of favor, un, unmerited. We can't merit our position with you, but we receive that position and we acknowledge that. And we ask you in these situations that people are in to bring your grace. In Billy's life, he's got a major physical problem going on. We ask you to intercede into his life, change the tune, the testimony, so to speak, and let there be healing in his back and in his life. And we don't just pray for him, Lord. We pray for Gary, and we pray for Sue, and Susie, and we pray for uh, Deborah, and we pray for everybody, for Joanne and Cordelia and everybody, and Brother Ace that needs a touch, needs strengthening, needs a blessing. We forget nobody. We're asking you to touch each of these people because we love these people, and we ask you to pour your love into them. Let that grace manifest, and let it be unto your glory. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, so we're rocking and rolling, and we're praying, and I want to get into this text, which is an absolutely incredible text, and some of you are going to go, what? But here we go, because we are in on verse 6 in Psalm 24, and this is such a key component right here. This one verse could take quite a while, so just listen to what it says. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him. Well, now, let's listen to this. This is See, this is the kind of thing you read in the Bible, you go, what, that, what, what does that mean? What is, I don't even know what that means. This is Jacob. What does that mean? Okay. First of all, Jacob's name is what? Israel. Israel is what? The apple of God's eye. Who really is Israel? Is it those that are born there from a geographic point of view? Or is it those who are born of God? Listen to this in Romans 2.29. No, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart by the spirit and not by the written code. That's the DNA, by the way. Such a person's praise is not from other people, but from God. True, genuine descendants of Jacob, true Israelites are the people, get this, that seek the face of God. That's what that passage says. Listen to this passage. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. Are you one of those people that seek the face of God? Is it important for you to knock on heaven's door and to be connected to the Most High God, to acknowledge and glorify Jesus Christ and reflect him in everything you do, to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit is directing you into ministry to glorify Jesus? Guess what? You are Jacob. You are Israel. You are the apple of God's eye. Oh, my goodness. All that from that little verse? Yeah, lots more, actually. See, true descendants of Jacob seek the face of God. And you know, I'm just going to say this. You're going to just, okay. You know if you're a true descendant seeking the face of God when you say the same thing that Moses said when he got all his exposure to the Lord and all this stuff, and he comes up to the Lord and he goes, yeah, I want more. 
It's not enough. I need more of you. I need more of your presence in my life. I need to see you. I need to connect with you. I need to be able to understand you. You see, all these people that spend this time and they get a little frustrated because, you know, the Lord doesn't pop up like a jack-in-the-box, you know, kind of thing. Ding, here I am, here I am. All those people, they get frustrated, but they're in this pursuit. They will be so satisfied. I will be so satisfied. You will be so satisfied because at some point— The blinders will come off, the understanding will be lifted up, and you will engage with God face to face. And you will see him as he really is. And that longing that you have inside of you will be fulfilled. But the fact that you have that longing shows you that you are Jacob, you are a part of Israel, you are of those who seek his face. And you know why it's not enough? Because we're not with him all the time, even though he's with us all the time. Mm, Interesting thought there. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? For this is the kind of high priest we need. Holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do, first for their own sins and then those of the people. He did this once for all when he offered himself. Now watch this. Oh boy, this is so unbelievable. Jesus is a unique kind of priest. He is your high priest. He is so unique. And you think, why? What what is it that makes Jesus unique? And you already know, well, it's because he's, you know, born from the Holy Spirit and he's born from Mary. So he's fully man, fully God. And it's like, okay, I get that part. But there's something else that we miss quite often. And that is Jesus is undefiled, separated from sinners. And verse 27 says he doesn't he, he doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day like the high priests do, first for their own sins. So let me explain this to you. When priests or petitioners or people are praying on your behalf, every human being has to deal with their own set of sins. It doesn't matter if it's the high priest of Israel. It doesn't matter if if it's the high priest one year, 20 years later, 40 years later. There is something that takes place. It's the same dynamic that takes place when you spend time with the Lord and you come before the Lord and you thank him and you recognize the grace of God enables you to stand because apart from that, the grace, apart from the mercy, apart from the love that comes from the Lord and the redeeming work from, from Jesus Christ that you receive by faith, that he gives by grace, apart from that, you're a mess. And so when you come before the Lord, you're like, Lord, you know, please forgive me. Please don't be mad. Please, you know, don't chasten me. David said it great. Don't chasten me in your hot displeasure. I don't want to get you irritated. You see, when Jesus comes and petitions for us, he doesn't have to go through that. He doesn't have to be centered on himself to be forgiven 
because there's nothing for him to be forgiven. He's sinless. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices for what he's done or for any of the lacking that he uh, would have if he was a regular human priest. So when Jesus comes on our behalf, there's nothing. Get this, get this, here it is. There's nothing distracting him in his life. He is only focused on our well-being. Sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, getting ready to offer up our very first triv question. Here we go. From which Old Testament book is the following passage taken? How beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful your eyes are doves. Okay. It's not poetry 101, folks. Okay. I'm going to let, I know that one. But you know that one? All right. Let's get, see, see if it's real good. And then if not, we'll have you answer it. Okay. All right. Which Old Testament book Let's see, that's a good one, though. Old Testament book. How beautiful are you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful your eyes are doves. Oh, if you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8480. Eight, three as well you can send an email david at he must increase.org in the meantime we're going to do our dna that's kind of an important thing for us to do it's something that we need to be reminded you think well you do dna every day yes yeah, see that would be the d we're going to get to that in a second but the point is yes we all need to be encouraged. And when you're done with this show, I think it's great that you listen to the show. I think it's awesome. This cannot be your whole, this can't be your engagement with God. This is here to encourage you to have engagement with God. This is encourage you to fellowship with other people. This is here to encourage you to move forward in the kingdom. This isn't the thing. This is just an, an encouragement to get there. And our DNA is quite simple. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every single day, you gotta spend time with your creator. Oh my goodness. Let's see, he creates us. Perhaps it's a good idea to spend time with our creator and not sow fig leaves together and try and cover ourselves up like we're better than we are and go and hide. See, that's so draw closer to the Lord daily and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never. Be a shit. Ne- 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 I- Let me say this in, in a way you can get this. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never. No matter what okay. anybody comes up with, no matter what they say, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which then catapults us into this be like Jesus approach where we consider other people as well as ourselves. We think about how others are doing. How's that other person doing? How's that person that you haven't talked to for a while? How are they doing? How is it going for them? Would you want somebody to care about you and think about you and pray for you? 
Well, that's what it means to be a person of service, to be a vessel of God's grace and his goodness. Okay, somebody already has called in, so we will have them sent through. Let's go ahead and send them through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Mary calling. Hi, Mary. How are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so, um, so you, anyway. Are you doing good? Yeah. Hey, I liked your little devotional about us being, um, being um, Jacob's um, uh, what are we, we? Well, what we are, yeah. you know, in, in, the Jacob, in Israel, it tells us that um, Jesus broke into, when when he was crucified, and all. This is one of the things that happened. The the law of partition between the Jews and the Gentiles was done away with. That's right. Us all one in Christ. That's Yay! right. We're That's all right. One in Excellent job. That's very, very correct. All right. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the trivia question in your direction. I have a feeling you'll get it. From which Old Testament book is the following passage taken? How beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful your eyes are doves. Oh, yeah. And then he talks about the hair being like, well, anyway, that, that comes from the Song of Solomon. That is correct, Amundo! <laughs> So some of the Bibles will say Song of Songs, Song of Solomon. Either of those is fine. There's no problem, you know, calling it Song of Songs or Song of Solomons. It's a love poetry between a man and a woman, and it's wonderful. And so that's why it's within yeah. the framework of Scripture. Yeah, but he finally found his true love after, yep. just after all these women. Yeah, yeah. I think he finally found his true love. He, he, he went so through a lot to get he, there. He <laughs> <song> about. Yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of practice. He had a lot of practice. That's a good line right there. Yeah, uh, yeah he did have a lot of practice. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's such a shame. <laughs> I think it's such a shame the Lord. You know, the Lord, he asked, the Lord asked him what he, what his wishes would be. And he says, well, his, Solomon says his wish was be, would be wisdom. That's right. So that he would know how, how to understand and, and counsel and, and, and guide the people that he was now in charge with. And, uh, but then the Lord gave him riches, you know, because he asked for wisdom. And I thought, oh, that's just, that was too bad, I guess, because he did, he bought lots of chariots and horses, and he had many, 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 many women and of all different, you know, tribes and all that. Was really yep, really he did. He, he did. It was a shame. He, the only thing he should have said, he should have said, give me wisdom plus give me good counseling for relationships. Anyway, that would have been good. <laughs> yeah, he should have used his good wisdom for how to, exactly. how to manage his, his riches. Exactly That's right, Mary. Done. See, he have done. Well, anyway, okay, well, you have a super good day, and I'll listen on the radio. Okay? All right, thanks. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Lord bless you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
All right, great job by Mary. I had a feeling that Dynamite D, though, knew that answer. I have this in my heart that he did know that answer. So we had him as our backup. He was ready to go, just to let you know. All right, let me go to this. I'm going to not teach this great, but so what? Just listen to what I'm trying to communicate. This is really a kind of a cool thing. Verse 7 through 10 in Psalm 24, it says, Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors. The King of glory shall come in. And who is the king of glory? The long, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and lift up, you everlasting doors, for the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Here's two things I want to tell you. Jesus is obviously, especially as Christians, we understand the king, right? Here's something you might not know. When they went to... Uh, various doors or gates surrounding the temple. At times, in the different gates, they would have to give a password to get in. I never knew that. So to get in, they had to. So um, you know, if they if they said the password is fortune cookie, you know what. <laughs> Whatever the passwords, a fortune cookie. All right, let them in. You know, kind of thing. And so they had this little system going on. Well, guess what, man? The password is Jesus. That's what's so cool. And Jesus said, I'm the door. Jesus says, you come in through the gate. Now, you start connecting all these things, and you get that David, what he did when he wrote, and this is why the Psalms are lights out fantastic to some of the best literature that could ever be. He wrote spiritual truths, and then he wrote picturesquely. In other words, he wrote with the pictures in mind and images and different things going on. And so just think about how he's, oh, look at this. You're, you're J- true Jacob people. Follow him and watch this, Jacob people. There's a password. It's Jesus. And it's like, just think about how cool that is that when you use the password, quote unquote, Jesus, it's not a magic word. It's a word that gives authority and it declares him as king. And let's just understand in Revelation, because we're going to be teaching in Revelation in about 10 10 minutes. Let's just understand Revelation. Jesus has the title King of Kings. So who is the king? Who is the king of glory? Jesus is the king of glory. He's the door. He's the gate. And so listen, listen, lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors. Oh, here's the password. Jesus. Oh, yeah, that is unbelievable. He's the way in. He's the king. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. He's the king of peace. He's the king of grace. He's the king of mercy. And here's something that will blow you away. You know the I am that I am? So God is whatever we need God to be to be the God that he needs to be. Well, Jesus is the king of whatever you need somebody to be. He's your king. Oh my goodness. You just read this stuff and you go up, down, down, done. Bye. I'm going to go take a nap now. Okay. All right. We'll take a break and then come back and just wait until we see what's coming up. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. 
Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? This is David, who am I talking to? Hi, David, this is John. Hi, John, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And uh, you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm actually having a, a wonderful day. And uh, you know, every once in a while you get some extra time in with the Lord and you just think, man, I can't wait to hear that trumpet. <laughs> I just can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I just right. can't right. wait. What's going on? Huh? But yep. You want to know the answer to that, I guess, I do, huh? I do. And so this is a good one. How many times did the boy who Elisha raised from the dead, how many times did he sneeze? Seven. That is correct, sir. You are right. <laughs> a little unknown fact from a lot of people that they might not be aware of is that actually he, uh, so after Elisha stretched himself out, the child sneezed seven times. And then the child opened his eyes, which means that he sneezed those seven times without his eyes open, which is like, wow, that's bizarre. It's like, how do you do that? Huh. I just I thought like, about it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's like, how would you do, I mean, how do you, sne- I mean, <clears throat> My eyes go in the back of my head when I sneeze. I just don't know how that happens. Didn't, didn't uh, he lie prostrate across yes, him? Yes, correct. That is exactly well, that, what he I, did. I thought, okay, if he was sneezing, was he sneezing in Elijah's face? That's an excellent question. I do not have that answer, but I you have <laughs> we'll to have sit to there and wonder. To find that one out, huh? Yeah, I mean, the prophets <laughs> went through a lot, although it, it, <laughs> could be, it could be a tough one. Excellent job, my friend. Excellent, well, excellent you. answer. Good thank to, you. Good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you as well. All right. All right. God, God bless. bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> we roll. We roll. That's a great question that he sneezed in his face. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.